So, psychology of clothes. What you wear changes the way you think. And if you ask yourself, do your clothes affect your psychology? The answer is yes. And it's not only me who are going to confirm this, also my guest today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the another episode of Say Yes to the Conversation with Julieta, where we dive into intriguing topics that shape our everyday lives. And today we have a fascinating discussion lined up for you, the psychology of clothing. How do the clothes we wear influence our psych? To help us navigate for this intriguing subject, we have invited personal stylist Neha Bandari and also Anne the one who changed uh, her outfit it was a transformation for her and uh, probably um, it's the right person to to give you tips afterwards welcome ladies and thank you very much for coming thank, thank you, you for us. <laughs> um Neha, i would just ask you to yeah to speak as close as you can okay. um first of all i would like to introduce yourself for the audience Neha, how many time you've been doing this and what made you to get into the fashion and to you know let people discover themselves through the clothes okay uh well thank you for having me firstly i'm uh, from india originally and i've been living in luxembourg now for nearly 10 years and doing my business for the past 9 years mm-hmm. so i do have a fashion background and i have a business background and when i moved to luxembourg i realized that the languages were a problem for me because i could only speak english and hindi so i did not have uh, german and french so i decided to kind of get into the entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. and bring all my education together and along with the fashion styling experience that i had in Uh, like I did a course while I was in the US so it kind of brought everything together so it was a culmination of all my education and experience and I decided to launch my own personal styling business which is stylized you so that's the background great and Anne tell us a bit about yourself what do you do uh so i'm i'm a 41 year old um um mom of three um i've been living in luxembourg for 12 years nearly 12 years yes mm-hmm. um and i'm a full time i have a full time job as a lawyer um i have some some hobbies on the side um and i've always been fascinated by beauty mainly basically So that's what drew me I guess to 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 see Neha in the first place. Mhm. I can confirm for those just listening us because the radio doesn't allow us to see people how we are dressed today, but I can say by just looking at Anne that she really followed some uh, advices because she looks very stylish. Thank you. And also she adjusted some accessories which is also part of the outfit. But Neha, I will start with you. So yeah. tell us how our clothes impact our psychology. and said just shed some light on the psychological aspect associated associated with the clothing yes sure so when you think of psychology you're thinking of the brain and you're thinking of perception of clothes mm-hmm. and a lot of research has already been done uh, to prove that you know clothes and what you wear and the colors you wear have a big impact on the way you feel and not just the way you feel but also the way people look at you or perceive you so it's also very important for the first impressions i think you would probably know that there's a very uh, Uh, famous research that mm-hmm. has happened and it is it was done in the Columbia University where they uh, made a few people wear certain clothes as well as uh, uh, be there in their regular clothes and they were asked to uh, give certain answers and address to certain questions and what they realized was for example the people who were wearing the white cloak of a doctor 
fared better than people who were wearing regular clothes mm-hmm. and when they did the research they realized that even when the doctor's cloak for example when they were not wearing it mm-hmm. but it was uh, kept right next to them it had no impact on the results that they got but the moment they wore it it had a big impact on it so they became more serious they gave more uh, accurate answers there were less errors the attention of detail was pretty high so and they they call the term as uh, enclothed cognition which means that the uh, the association you have with a certain outfit or certain clothes the moment you put that on you kind of feel that and you behave that way so i'll give you another example if you have a 2 year old wear a certain dress and if you have a 10 year old wear the same outfit mm-hmm. for example let's say you give a 2 year old a tutu to wear and then you give them maybe captain america's outfit yes. it will not matter because they don't have any association with that particular dress but now you give the same outfit to a girl who is like 8 year old or a 10 year old and expect them uh, to wear those two outfits you will see immediately you know the moment you wear a tutu you will probably start twirling and you know jumping around and the moment you wear a captain america you will just feel more strong yes. so it is basically the association they had with that outfit which changed the way they behave so it's a direct actually it's a direct correlation now if you bring that relation to how we can as adults dress up is for let's say for example you see yourself becoming a manager of a company or a ceo of a company mm-hmm. you, they say that you know try and be fit in our shoes yes. this is what it actually means that if you are aspiring to be something or aspiring aspiring to get somewhere you try and wear the outfit so you try and wear the clothes you behave like that person already now so that your by the time you are there you people already around you perceive that yes you are the right fit so it's your apparel that has changed the way you have started behaving which actually changes the outcome for you in the future so it's a direct correlation really yes great thank you for the answer i would like to ask ann what was the moment or, or how was your wardrobe before you started to pay more attention to this and how was influencing your mindset before and how is it now after you worked on this so before i used to be quite frustrated and um maybe a little bit depressed about my wardrobe mm-hmm. i would binge uh, buy clothes online because i felt as if like i had nothing to wear but my 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 wardrobe was full so there was a bit of a, a common problem for every woman yeah. exactly <laughs> yes it's very relatable i i guess um so at some point i i asked myself well maybe i should try and figure out what my style is so that i can rather buy style and not what i think is fashion or what i think is trendy and so once um i i i had consulted neha and we had a styling session and a wardrobe session um we figured out um what kind of style suited me best and um she gave me very specific advice on items that would that she thought would really suit that style and that would make me feel comfortable um which i followed up on and i can only confirm that um for example what i'm wearing today i'm wearing a um a jumpsuit mm-hmm. is something that i would never have bought before i <laughs> consulted me but what what was about your um conscious that something that didn't allow you to wear this kind of clothes oh i what just was stopping you it's it's not for me it's it's too fancy or it's too this or that and and um it's by discovering what how i wanted to show up mm-hmm. actually both to myself and to the world um that you know this 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 consciousness that made me um choose differently and it's basically a, a click in 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 the mindset that um that changed everything for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um 
now I, I, I have, I think, six or seven jumpsuits. <laughs> and they they make me feel more creative, more playful. And I go out in the world in the morning and I tell myself, well, um, I can wear a jumpsuit that looks a bit more formal because as a lawyer, I need to, you know, follow certain dress codes when I go to work. And I can still wear my jumpsuit and, and, and feel a bit playful, but respect the, the dress code. Uh-huh. This is so great that you mentioned the changes that arrived to you, that you felt suddenly more creative, more inspired, more. You know, this is a good thing. Um, can, yeah. can I add yeah, something yeah, yeah, sure, to this? Sure. Because, uh, you know, Anne is one of those clients that I've had who probably thought that uh, we will go shopping at the end of her session. But interestingly, what has happened that, like she said, she had a lot of stuff. So which... A lot of people have this uh, issue of thinking that, you know, when you uh, connect with a stylist, the first thing they'll do is throw away your clothes and put them. uh, You will probably have to go shopping with them and all of that. And and probably a stylist will take you to expensive places. You know, that's Mm -hmm. the impression because a lot of TV shows that you watch, especially the American shows, they have that. They've made that impressions about stylists. But like I said, I'm not a stylist uh, primarily targeting celebrities and models. I'm targeting people like you, me, her. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you who have to look good and want to look good and deserve to look good in our everyday lives and we have basic you know everyday lives where we have jobs we have children we have uh, get-togethers birthday parties to attend over the weekends christmas is coming up you know all these kind of usual activities but then we are not uh, looking at walking the ramp tonight right but still we want to look stylish and we then maybe we want to go on a date tonight so you know you need to look and be your best version but it shouldn't be so fancy that you cannot sustain it once you are into the day uh, you know with the person to be like outside so, of your personality yeah it has to match your personality but at the same time it has to look that you made the effort mm-hmm. and you just didn't show up in your pjs you know so that's another thing and with her the great thing was that we have shopped nothing like she and me we haven't gone shopping at all so really i i i feel that a lot of my clients already have a lot of stuff like uh-huh. compare our lives to our parents' lives where they probably bought sh- uh, clothes twice a year, thrice a year. Mm-hmm. And now we buy maybe twice a month. Yes. You know, so I haven't met, I have to say in these 10 years, I haven't met a client who has less clothes. Everybody has more than what they need. They're only wearing 20, 30% of their clothes, not because their clothes are bad, uh-huh. but it's just that they don't have the, they don't have the, the creativity how to. Yes, and the creativity to combine them in the right way. So with her, we did the same. I've just created multiple outfits with her existing wardrobe and we've shopped nothing. So, you know, that's like, great. Yeah. Yeah. You, you kind of like mentioned and touched the subject with celebrities. So you would not support the idea of coping someone of like coping someone's style uh, style you have to remain to be yourself that would so, be your uh, no actually what i would say the short answer to this question would be that you can copy someone especially when you have no idea and you're just starting out mm-hmm. because firstly it gives you a starting point yes it gives you the confidence to get started because you already know that a certain outfit is looking good on someone else you know think of it like a recipe when you get a recipe you have your basic ingredients you make it once and then the next time you tweak it to your level of spice you level of salt your health issues whether you want to add butter or make it with olive oil you know so it's nice that comparison. Kind of, yeah it's just like that so for the first time go ahead and do it the way you like it on someone else you know and then after that for the second third time you kind of add your own spices and your own element in it till the time you get it right and you are comfortable so don't shy away because that's what influencers are for the youtubers are doing that you know you have celebrities you have pinterest boards that you can look at so all these things are great for inspiration Mm-hmm. And you have to get inspired, especially if you are someone who's not interested in fashion or doesn't have the time for it. 
Sure. So the best is to look at all these people, get inspired, get started, and then over the time, you know, add your elements to it. Um, do you have a special approach to people, or are you just there to tell them? Directly that, yeah. oh, you know, mate, you just need some change. It's something that brings you low energy and that's the problem. I mean, do you do this direct approaches to people? Um, what I would say, again, over the years, I've realized that most people already know what they like and they don't like. Uh -huh. What they're looking for from me is like a confirmation. That I like, I think this because they already know their body body type over the years. Like most of my clients are 30 plus. So in your 30 years of existence, you've already figured the colors you like, the colors you don't like, maybe a few things here and there. Like I would suggest them to wear certain colors, which they are generally scared of, or if they haven't tried, or if they have never worn a shade of purple or mauve, I would probably tell them, try this one first, you know, so I can give them that kind of a direction. But if someone already knows that they hate orange, So it's probably they've had some experience with it. And the thing with colors is that it is very, very personal. Whether you like a color or you don't like, it also depends on where you've grown up, what your cultural associations are with certain colors. That makes a big impact on, you know, what you choose and what you choose not to wear. So I would not go out and out and say that, oh, this is absolutely wrong or this is absolutely right. But I first try and figure out what do you already know about yourself? Most people already know their body type. They already know their colors that they dislike. They may not know which will look nice on them, but they definitely know what they don't like. So these things, they're already aware. So it's like just they're looking for a confirmation. Like for sometimes when you're sick, you wait for two, three days, you already know what's happening. But eventually you go to the doctor because you need the final yes. medication. And you know, you need to have the prescription to get the medication. So it's that kind of a consultation. Yeah. Thank you. Anne, did you feel any changes in relationships or interactions with others as a result of your renewal, let's say, of um, outfits and wardrobe? Well, I felt a change in the relationship to myself, yes, uh -huh. first and foremost, because I felt, I guess, more as Neha made me see my own wardrobe with to a different lens and made me discover all the richness that it already had and um, sort of some new combination for me. Um, in the morning, I felt like, you know, whenever I was picking out an outfit, it was an, an, an act of, of connection with myself. So first and foremost, it gave me more confidence, self-confidence. Mm -hmm. And then in my relationships to with other people, I would say that generally I it was noticed that that something had changed in my style. And um, yeah, they gave me compliments because mm -hmm. they, well, it's like when you see a friend and you see they're wearing something nice and you think, wow, this is just, this is so you, you know, you feel like the, that person picked out something that really corresponds to their personality. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people saw when, when I had gone through this process, that what I was wearing matched my authentic self. And what about I your kids? My kids. Did they observe this? <laughs> um, Yeah, my, my daughter would occasionally say like, wow, today you look really pretty, mommy, you, you, you did an effort. Um, so that was that was definitely nice. Yeah. And your colors, how they were before and what colors you changed in your wardrobe after after revising? Yeah, I, I, I had a lot of blacks and grays. Um, I did have um, a, a, a distinct preference for like girly colors like fuchsia for for purple pink uh, pink tones um but i maybe didn't feel confident enough or or um yeah i wasn't sh certain of myself that it that it would really suit me and uh -huh. that i could wear it and so um even though i already had those colors in my in my wardrobe 
um, I would wear them much, much more often after after having consulted Nea, who confirmed, like she said, who confirmed that um, I actually already had a good feeling about what suited me best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she did have a lot of colors in her wardrobe. It's not that she didn't mm-hmm. have, but if you always pick up uh, an outfit where uh, the color of black is like the dormant colors, yeah. then the other color, which is in the outfit, it kind of subdues. So when you are matching, let's say you have a printed skirt mm-hmm. so and you have to decide what to wear on top and you decide to wear it with a black cardigan. So obviously your outfit ends up looking black. Yes. But instead of picking up the black from the skirt, what, what if you pick up the green and what if you pick up the purple and pu- wear a purple blazer or the red or the green blazer? then your outfit suddenly is more fun and more colorful and more put together rather than, you know, black as an option. Because yes, black is always there and it's a no-brainer. But why not pick up, you know, the other colors? Because the, there are so many colors in the print in the outfit. So um, I've heard something interesting again um, also about hidden, hidden clothes, like the secrets of our personality. Mm-hmm. Sometimes women who are wearing um, sexy underwear, but no one knows about this, yeah. They feel it. Do you do you agree that they feel confident? But we, like outside, it's super okay. It's a normal, just a common outfit. Nothing so special or extravagant. Yeah. But under, they yeah. have sexy, very stylish uh, underwear. Okay. Do you suggest this as a? So what I would say is that this is again an observation I've had that anybody who has a person, like we have different personality types. Yes. As a stylist, we talk about you know what your personality is. So the thing that has come out from the style session that I've done, somebody who has a dramatic personality outside Mm -hmm. will always focus on the lingerie as well so whenever I do style sessions and obviously I get paid by the hour so if you want to cut time and all of that so I would tell them okay you know don't show me your sportswear don't show me your lingerie if you don't if you think you have the right ones or don't show me your nightwear so those are the people most of the people will say yeah yeah you know I just wear basic ones so that's generally people who are you know classic so a sporty one would always have lots of sports bras and you know will have those kind of uh, things now if you are a dramatic personality and you wear sexy and fashionable clothes overall then you have to have inners which match that you know you will need a thong which somebody who's a classic personality may not necessarily need it Mm -hmm. you can wear a regular undergarment and be comfortable with it so yes so your personality that you have outside actually is also represented in the way you think about uh, nightwear as well as your lingerie so it's a direct correlation Um, your general idea how Luxembourgish people dress (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. So I think weather plays a big role. I have changed my own styling and, uh, you know, over the years, I've also changed a little bit the way I dress myself. Mm-hmm. So yes, weather plays a big role because everybody, not everybody, but some people think comfort, keeping warm is obviously over looking stylish. So it, it depends. So yes, I think over here, the fashion quotient is not very high, mm-hmm. but you have a lot of classics over, yes. uh, overall, you know, the classic and... Um, formal styling but that's also because the kind of jobs that are available in Luxembourg so you don't have any for example there's no fashion brand here so obviously there are no fashion designers so there are no merchandisers so obviously there those people are not here in the city at all so how do you no no that much punk punk rock or something I mean comparing with London if you go there it's like wow so many colors yeah you're 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 right but it's directly because the those businesses are not here so those people are not here Mm -hmm. hence the people are not that fashionable but that's okay you know <laughs> <laughs> but still there is space to improve i yeah, mean if yeah. we want yeah. um and would you suggest to to people who feel that they need some changes in their wardrobe or what they should 
do? I mean, would you suggest to go for a personal like stylist and to improve their life by changing clothes? Well, I can only speak from personal experience mm -hmm. and, and, and definitely I would. I, I would first try and be brutally honest with myself and have a look at the wardrobe and, and have a look at some of your favorite outfits and, and ask yourself, is, is this how I want to show up for myself and, and is this how I want to be seen in the you know by my friends by my colleagues um and and if there is a hesitation then yeah i mean you can always book like that's what, what how we got to know each other Nia and i first had a a 30 minute free talk mm -hmm. an online talk um to see whether how we could align our expectations and to see what i was looking for and and on the basis of that conversation i got my i got the ball rolling and i found her her um Service is very interesting. And um, yeah, I would definitely recommend anyone having a hesitation about the fact whether their clothes match, you know, their personality or whether they feel comfortable in them or whether it's a complete wardrobe or not. I would mm -hmm, definitely. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. Thank you. Neha, for the final question, um, how people can, what's the red flag or how people can understand that they need this change? Oh, I think it's all from within because from the outside, what you look, nobody, it, they, there is a saying which says that don't worry about what people are thinking about you because they are busy worrying what you are thinking about them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so literally nobody cares actually. So, you know, <laughs> so, but if it is uh, hampering your interaction with people, if, mm -hmm. it, if you feel it's hampering the way uh, you are progressing in life or if, for example, if you're not dressed in the morning and you happen to meet someone on the street, are you like uh, your conversation with that person? Is it like, oh gosh, like just finish this and let me go? Yeah. Or do you, do you actually stand there and have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation? Because that changes if you feel you are prepared. So if you're in your life and you're interacting with people and it's hampering those conversations, if you're not able to go to do networking because you feel you don't have the right clothes or, you know, those kind of things, then I think it's, a, it's an indication that you probably can reach out to someone and get some help. And it's not a very, very long process. Yeah. You know, it totally depends on what your budget is. Like, let's say you just want me to tell you your colors. That's possible. Yes. If you want to go only shopping, that's possible. If you want to do only wardrobe session, that's mm -hmm. possible too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it depends on what your budget is and what you really need. That's why it's nice to have a chat before to figure out whether I am the right fit for you. And I would also say one more thing. My style is not a representation of your style. You know, sure. that's another thing which everybody has to understand that a stylist is a stylist because th that's their style. Yes. You know, so if I cannot, uh, like my life with two children and the work that I do, I don't necessarily need to be wearing stilettos. I know I'm a stylist, but I don't need to be like all fashion and wearing all brands and all of that because that's not my style. But if that's your style and if you can work with it in your everyday life it's fine you know that's how we will work for you yeah it's so a lot it's of very, personalities and individuals yeah so don't judge a stylist or don't choose a stylist based on what the stylist looks like mm -hmm. but actually have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with that person and see whether your ideas match and whether that person understands you and is capable of helping you so i would say do that you know so instead of booking just randomly on a website have a 10-minute conversation with the stylist they'll be i think all of us we are a lot of stylists now in luxembourg mm -hmm. and i think all of us will 
will be able to talk to you and actually tell you, you know, what you really need. These are very great tips. Yeah. Thank you very much, ladies. I really enjoyed the conversation. We yeah. really found out a lot of things. And thank you, Anne, for sharing your You're experience with our listeners. And yeah, wish you good luck and uh, happy clients and happy colors. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We'll listen to the song, by the, by the way, that Anne chose because she's a girl on fire now. <laughs> Alicia Case. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Hotter you. than a fantasy.